Hello, Internet. This is you and Spence and yes, the Insight Calling. Who needs Eurovision? We've got Fame Academy Cyprus. Coming up, why we're off to Marble, San Remo marathon dates confirmed, and the latest plans from Luxembourg. Yes, good afternoon, good morning and good evening. Welcome once more to the Insight News Podcast, keeping you up to date with the news from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision and a tiny bit of young musicians as well. The big news, of course, over the last fortnight has been the fact that we now know when and where Eurovision 2024 is happening. So I get to update the opening crawl here. It's the semi-finals on the 7th and the 9th of May and it's the grand final on Saturday the 11th of May. It's going to be in Malmo Arena, which is in Malmo, uh, which is by the bridge near Copenhagen in Denmark. So you can go ahead if you want to book flights, if you want to book hotels, go for that. But you know what I'm always going to say? I always recommend getting things with free cancellation. There's a long time until May. You don't know what's going to happen. Hotel prices right now are either sky high or already booked out. If you haven't got them already... You might find a bargain or you might just want to wait till April when the prices are going to come down. Whatever feels comfortable with you, just remember it's a long way out and try and stay as flexible as you feel comfortable. And of course, yes, the big trick with Malmo is uh, the Orisund Bridge. So you're flying into Copenhagen Airport, lots of flights going into there. There's lots of hotels in Copenhagen and you're maybe about half an hour away uh, on the train that stops right outside the arena. There are lots of questions, there are lots of answers. Why are we going to Malmo when so many people thought we were going to other places around Sweden? Well, the simple answer is Malmo managed to take all the boxes in the bid process. Gothenburg needed a stronger roof. Stockholm needed a roof in the first place in sides and foundations because the tent wasn't going to cover it. Ormskolsvik didn't have enough beds or hotels or flights or anything like that. So Malmo it was. We've went into more detail in that decision in our Chat Over Coffee podcast last week. So uh, scroll back in the website, scroll down in your podcast app or player or however you find us. It's the podcast before this one. We've also got uh, Ben Robertson taking a look online and why it was Malmo on the website, www.esensight.com. And no doubt it's going to come up in conversation as we look to see what Malmo is preparing for us. Also of interest here, as I've mentioned there at the top of the show, Eurovision Young Musicians. It's got a confirmed date now, August the 17th. It's going to be taking place in Borough in Norway. After Young Musicians, but before we get to Malmo, we do have the Junior Eurovision Song Contest taking place near the end of the year in Nice. Uh, Currently, we have 15 countries confirmed there. Uh, Last year, it was 16. Kazakhstan and Serbia have dropped out. Germany is returning. So currently, we have Albania, Armenia, France and Georgia. France, of course, being the hosts. Germany, Ireland, Italy and Malta. Netherlands, North Macedonia, Poland, Portugal, Spain, Ukraine and the United Kingdom. There may be one or two there that haven't been publicly confirmed. We'll keep an eye on that 
um, over the next few weeks. Uh, Italy has confirmed that they'll be going for an internal selection of the artist and announcing in September. Spain has confirmed that they have done an internal selection. 114 artists submitted, 14 ran in a behind closed doors internal selection and the winner representing Spain at junior will be Sandro Valero. The song is to follow. We are at 20 broadcasters publicly confirmed is going to Eurovision in 2024. Now, of course, just because you sent your entry form into the EBU does not mean you have to publicly confirm it. So this number might be bigger. There might be 30 or 40 on the books already. But who we have who has stood up, Broadcaster Weiss and said, we're going. Uh, this week we can add to the list Estonia, Serbia and Switzerland to give us the 20. Do you want the 20? Why not? Austria, Cyprus, Denmark and Estonia. Finland, France, Germany and Iceland. Ireland, Israel, Italy and Luxembourg. Malta, Moldova, the Netherlands and Norway. Serbia, Spain, Sweden and Switzerland. And you can probably get a nice rap uh, out of that going, but I'm not quite sure the podcast is ready for Scottish rap at the moment. Uh, da, 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 what else do we have? Let's just quickly go down some of the country news as well. Cyprus has announced its national final, at least some of the more details around it. It's going to be called Fame Story, running October through to December. 15 acts are going to be involved and it's going to follow the Academy approach. So much like Fame Academy was here. Those of you have rose-tinted memories of that show here from the BBC. So it's not a contest approach each week. We'll see them learning about styling or social media or how to look at the camera, things like that. And eventually we will have the winner of Fame Story who represents Cyprus and also pick up a contract with Panic Records. Up in Estonia, we have changes coming to Este Lau, their selection show for the Eurovision Song Contest. It is going to be going ahead and it will continue, uh, confirms the broadcaster. But Chief Producer Tommy Rohila steps down after five years. Reassurance from the broadcaster that Estilo will continue to give the best platform for Estonian musicians to share their talent across the country and, of course, international public service broadcasting, not just selecting a song for Eurovision, but giving lots of exposure to young and up-and-coming artists. Down in Italy, we have more details on the marathon that is San Remo. First up, the Newcomers Contest Giovanni will be held on December the 20th. And there will be 12 performers here. Eight will come from submissions direct to RAI. Four will come for the Area San Remo Contest for those around the area of San Remo to enter their songs in a Newcomers Contest. Three winners of Giovanni will go through to the big artist selection, San Remo Campioni, or as we mostly know it, San Remo. That's the big one. Tuesday the 6th of February to Saturday the 10th of February. Book your holiday time off now for a week's worth of Italian merriment. Uh, the first night on Tuesday, all 26 songs are going to debut. Boom, 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 right the way through. Wednesday and Thursday will be the top half and the bottom half of the song, so 30 will perform. The 30 artists who are performing are going to help host the show and vice versa on the following night. Night 4, which will be on the Friday is the covers night anything goes this year choose your language choose your re- re- year of release invite guests if you want to come along 
essentially it's a standalone contest, let your hair down, but it does help build momentum and help storylines, and that is important in a five-night contest such as Sound Ramble. The grand final, of course, is the night after on Saturday the 10th of February. There will be a top five runoff uh, to determine the winner, and whoever wins Sound Ramble will be going to represent Italy at the Eurovision Song Contest. That's still in the contract, as it has been for the last year or two. Sound Ramble's been building up to this for some time. Um, other things to note, the demoscopic jury, which was uh, about 300 people in previous years, sort of a representative slice of Italy, uh, that has been replaced this year. We That's been replaced by a jury of radio broadcasters. Um, they will sit alongside the uh, jury of journalists in the press room and the public vote. There are various percentages over various nights that get combined in unusual and unique ways there is a big complicated formula this is not the time to go through that all you need to know uh, right now is the public will get a vote the press will get a vote and broadcast journalists under radio will get a vote as well in terms of artist announcements we'll hear that near the year for the campione and more, no doubt with uh, Giovanni taking place on the 20th of December we will probably get the artist announcements in there just to build up on top of the PR uh, Luxembourg, our newest returnee, has announced national final details, as promised. Saturday, the 27th of January, uh, at the Rock Hall in Escher Alzette in Luxembourg. Yes, it's going to be the hot ticket for all the dedicated fans to get to this national final, I feel. Submissions are open now. Uh, you need to reach the age of 16 by January the 27th, 2024. Be available and flexible between November and May. <laughs> Can't think why. Um, possess live singing abilities and feel at ease on a large stage. You also need to be a native of Luxembourg or have lived there for three years or have strong cultural involvement and connections to the country. Uh, we do know that public voting is going to be involved, no further details yet, and they have said that it's going to be broadcast with three commentaries in different languages. Presumably that's going to be German, French and Luxembourgish, but again, more details will follow. Uh, Netherlands, we have a new head of delegation. Um, and to be fair, heads of delegation do change quite often uh, in the Eurovision Song Contest broadcasting staff. You know, there is a sort of career of ladder of progression. But uh, this is uh, worthwhile noting because Twan van den Neuhen van Hoydsen, who's now the new head of delegation, used to be the head of content at Eurovision, which was basically helping all the delegations stage their song on stage. Now, that means that that role is now free for the contest next year. So there is now a role at the big contest for Sweden to fill, while Netherlands now have Twan being the head of delegation. He also has confirmed uh, already that the Netherlands will be looking at an internal selection process again this year. And finally, a little note from Spain. Benidorm Fest will have a press conference on July the 26th to give us more details of the third year of the new Benidorm Fest format. We'll have more details on that on our next podcast. Right, what do we have around the internet? Well, uh, ESC Insights YouTube channel, we continue to just have a little play around with it, so make sure you're following there, please. YouTube.com slash ESC Insight. Uh, back on the website, uh, details on why we think Malmo won the selection, but also, here's one from Ben Robertson here, seven ideas that we think the Eurovision Song Contest should consider adopting from Melody Fest in Berlin, which, of course, Sweden's selection. And, uh, you know, Sweden's organising Eurovision, so maybe, you know, 
this thing works in one of our shows, maybe we should bring this to the big one. Every broadcaster tries to bring things. Some of them stake, some of them last a year, some of them don't even get past the dress rehearsals. So much food for thought there, back on the website, www.escinsight.com. Um, also around the internet, let's pick out a couple of things. Congratulations to Sam Ryder for his Emmy nomination, fought and lost there, uh, from the TV show Ted Lasso. And a certain Hannah, who we love as a host, also featuring in that show and in the Wimbledon Royal Box watching the tennis. Congratulations, you two. Nice snag on the tickets. Uh, Voyager, Australia's representative in Liverpool, have released their latest album, Fearless in Love, If For Nothing Else, and that is fantastic cover art. Um, I'm on a podcast so I can show you. But, yeah, look it up yourself. It looks fabulous. Um, unless you're watching on YouTube, in which case you can go to the comments and say, oh, you're on YouTube, you could have shown us, but you didn't, because we're still working it out. So, shh, don't tell anybody. Oh, uh, one other thing, um, the Tiny Desk Concert Series from NPR, which is a public radio in America, where basically they invite an artist to sit around a desk and do a very, very tiny concert with them. Um, maybe a guitar, maybe just very, very intimate setting. Uh, the latest attendee um, following, you know, there's a long line uh, of um, artists who've done Tiny Desk, um, Sesame Street, The Muppets, if you just want some... some ah, because that's always fun. But if you're Eurovision and you're looking for another uh, little bit of music to enjoy over the weekend and beyond, Maro, uh, the Portuguese representative from a few years ago, has just shown up in her tiny desk. And uh, we'll put a link to it uh, back at the show notes, or you can just do direct search YouTube tiny desk. Maro should get you there. And that's that. Uh, the World of Eurovision Song Contest takes over in the summer. There's lots going on. There's lots to find. There's lots to listen to. There's new music. There's old music. There's classic. And there's looking forward. It's bringing you the flavour as much as we can here on the podcast and back at the website. So myself, Ewan Spence and ESC Insight, as always, to all our friends out there, as always, stay safe. We will see you soon, whether we already know you or whether it will be the first time we're meeting. I look forward to it. But for now, yeah, be kind. I'll play the guitars. Catch you in the next pod. ESC Insight News Podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Website www.escinsight.com. Support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insight.